so welcome back to the Better Go podcast. As you can see today, uh, we got some new chairs. Uh, these are, are me and my girlfriend's gaming chairs. Jeremy, how do you think they feel? They feel like they feel good. They feel good. I wish this could be more on my neck. More up? Yeah, more up on my neck. Yeah, I agree. It's like it like supports like where your neck meets your back area. That's like where it hits. Yeah. I wish there was more in your neck. Yeah, yeah. more nice. But these are pretty comfortable chairs. Yeah, uh, last night, I don't know, like, I feel like I need to break this chair in or something because I'm used to my other one. Uh, and this one, like, it doesn't feel so great when you're, like, sitting for, like, six plus hours. Like, that's what <laughs> I was doing last night. I was working. Six plus hours, my ass was hurting. But, uh, <laughs> but so Jamie came in today, uh, and uh, we had to go get our uh, our table. This table we have out there. Yeah, on the, he's, he's jumping on the, right into it. Yeah, already. on the patio. And uh, my neighbors below me are kind of weird. I'm not going to lie, okay? So... I, 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 we go to go get it, and I realized that my neighbor has uh, one of our other neighbors out. So we live in a like, apartment complex, two-story building. Uh, it's not like a like a three-stack. So everyone above has like a balcony, below has like a, a yard. And I, I go to go out there, and I just see my neighbor and her friend like peeping through the um, the cracks to see what their other neighbor is doing. And one neighbor is recording the other neighbor. And I was just like, that's so weird. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it's crazy. I think what today's topic is going to uh, jump into is uh, uh, a theory that we like to call mind your own damn business. Okay. <laughs> so it could be like that. Yeah. I just, uh, for me though, like even with like self-development and stuff like that, I feel like a lot of people, uh, they, they don't mind their own business. And this is why they get a lot of stress and they get like, worked up about certain things like jeremy do you get worked up about you know karen in the store uh doing some weird shit or do you just mind your own business to go mind my own business right so what do you think that karen is trying to accomplish to get something her way or something? exactly get attention right get attention get her own way have the best deal cause a commotion right yeah just i think just attention right and if you give that person attention what what are you taking away from yourself your own business <laughs> exactly so i think you know people it's hard to like mind your own business but if you can accomplish this like very needed um skill i think it goes a long way just because you're able to really focus in on what you want to do instead of worrying about what everybody else is doing right <laughs> so you know that that's something i i've learned over the times like there's, there's been times obviously where like i'm always worried about like what's going on with who or like well i think the the, the what theory like i like to call it is the kim Car- uh, the not the kim kardashian the kardashian theory mm-hmm. is when like when you keep it up with the kardashians you're always worried about them you're more worried about them than you are in your own life certain yeah. people i'm not saying about personally <laughs> but certain people are really worried about like what the kardashians are doing or whatnot right instead of worrying about what they're doing you know i think in finance they call that keeping up with the joneses yeah 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 <laughs> exactly so i think you know People just need to learn how to mind their own damn business. Uh, It's as simple as that. If you're too worried about other people, you're not going to do the things that you want to do because you're too damn worried about every fucking buddy else instead of you need to be worrying about yourself. It's very simple. It's a very simple concept, but most people just don't do it, you know? That's true. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Like just like seeing my neighbors do that, it was just like a weird thing. And the weird thing about it is like I don't give a fuck what's going on. I just thought it was like really fucking weird. I was like, what are they doing? That's like really odd. Uh, and then I just gotta go fuck it. I'm just gonna go get my table. And I go get my table and the 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 my neighbor's friend, she like fucking like drops her phone as fast as she can. And she's just like, What the fuck are y'all doing? Like <laughs> But uh, you know, this can go my way too. Like in like hey Wes, why don't you mind your own damn business you don't know what they're doing you know i'm just like yeah that's, that's true you know but uh i didn't put a lot of energy into it obviously i have something to talk about on the podcast so that's cool thanks for the little little um uh session in our little podcast neighbor it was really <laughs> cool but it's leading into like other aspects you know so jeremy like uh do you have like any tips of people trying to like really focus in on what they want to do instead of worrying about everybody else any tips yeah i mean Probably not. I probably just. I think I don't really have any tips. No tips. Nah, my only tip is just like just focus on yourself and just focus on the prize. Yeah. Um. What do you, what do you say about to the people that like, you know, prioritize other tasks rather than doing what they should be doing? Like do the side task more than the main task. More like you know they have like a bunch of work they need to do and the friends invite them out to like a bar and they want to go to the bar rather than doing what they should be doing. How, what do you what do you say to those people? Like to the friends or the individual? Individual that wants to get things done but is peer pressuring, peer pressured into doing something they don't want to do. Be like, hey, I can't. Uh, like a tip? Like a tip. How do you get someone to like say no? <laughs> I mean, it depends how really bad you need to finish it though. Like, do you really feel like if you go out, do you feel accomplished in the end? Let's say it's due by Friday. And it's what Thursday night? And it's Thursday. No, let's say it's due by. Sunday night and it's Saturday night. It depends how much you have done. That's true. I think it's prioritizing and mm-hmm. understanding what you need done, right? Mm-hmm. So, because some cases are fine, you know, enjoy yourself. But if you're like, if you're on time crunch, man. Yeah, if you're on time crunch, then be like, hey, I gotta get this done. Maybe tomorrow night or next week. I think one thing most people like struggle with is saying no in the first place oh yeah that's true it's, right? it's very easy to say yes but it's very hard to say no even yeah. though no is just a simple word yeah i think most people might be afraid of like hurting their friends feelings or yeah. making them feel like they're pushing them away because this is something i struggle with is when i when people wanted me to do things and i couldn't i had to do the other things they would get upset with me so i developed this mentality of like i can't upset people because i want friends right uh, eventually down the line I kind of went into like I gotta focus on myself because if I don't focus on myself then it doesn't really matter what I do right mm-hmm. um, I don't know man I think people just you know obviously I think reading and listening to like a podcast like this um, and just kind of doing research and putting yourself into scenarios where like it's uncomfortable for you to say no or getting told no is another another uh, aspect that people need to take into consideration um, it would be a good foundation for them to start into like the personal development, you know. I feel like a lot of people just don't take that step, and people end up getting into this, like this area of being stuck, not really knowing what to do. But come on, Jeremy, match me. Come on. Oh, you want to get that same energy? <laughs> yeah, I want the same energy. You're just listening. I know, I'm just listening. Give some feedback, man. All right, bro. I'm fucking up this topic. Okay. Here's what's going on with me this week. <laughs> It's been a little. I feel very accomplished this week, Wesley. I'm done with school. Your man is a graduate. Now you're gonna hate me for what I got. I got an MBA. I did it for me. Hold on, wait. 
can you explain what MBA is for people? Okay, Master's of Business Administration. Mm-hmm. The one you always hate. Mm-hmm. I did it for like multiple reasons. One, because I'm now the first in my family to get a master's. Two, I come from like an immigrant family because my mom is Dominican and my dad is Filipino, so they highly value education. So it's kind of hard to say like, kind of hard to say no for that. And besides, so I got that done. And then I don't know if I'm in like in a post-grad high, but goddamn, I'm feeling it. Are you? <laughs> yeah, because like the next day, I told you I want to go for a house. I'm now in the process of finding a house. Well, a condo, because you know, I'm not. Did you get pre-approved yet? I actually did. Where'd you go? Uh, I don't know. Well, I went to my sister's agent. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, did you get pre-approved yet? I was like, no, I didn't get pre-approved yet. And then she gave me some contact. Like, just talk to this dude. I think it's like mortgagerates.com. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I filled everything out and I got pre approved. So, like, I'm now in the process of finding a house. Okay. And then. And then I started going back to the gym. Okay. Yeah, I went there Thursday. The next, very next day, I went to the gym. Thursday. And then I went back Friday. I didn't go yesterday. But I went today. I feel very, very... Accomplished? Yeah, accomplished. I was trying to find the right word. I'm not saying successful yet because I have a long way to go. Yeah. But, like, I think what I need... Like, I kind of figure out what I need to do now. I see a spider on this for some reason. What? I see a spider like, right here. It's crawling up. Like, it's in the middle, like, right here. Oh, shit, there is. Yeah. One second, guys. I gotta... Wesley got spiders in his crib. Yo, they keep the bugs away. All right. <laughs> And then, I feel like I, I know what I need to do next. I'm in the process of trying to level myself up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be in my mom's house all the time. I agree. I don't want to. It feels so good to get out of your parents' house. Yeah, I don't want to be there all the time. My mom was like, you trying to go now? Like, you know, it's probably wintertime. I was like, hey, at least she has my contact information. She knows what I want. The good thing is about wintertime is... Um, Normally during this time, house uh, costs uh, go down. I know, but because no one's buying there. No one's buying. There's like little inventory, mm-hmm. so that's why my mom's like, "There's no inventory." I'm like, "I don't care. At least she has me in my system, and at least I'm like trying to do something." Like, yeah. If I like, I could try to leave. Like my goal is to probably be out of there by next September. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Look, you lay down, boy. You fucking that was gross, dude. <laughs> breathed on me. That's so weird. <laughs> Uh, that's good, Jeremy. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just on the process level up, and now like, I'm just in that high. I'm just like, I'm just gonna do everything. Good. I'm just in that mode. I'm just like, let me just fucking go. Good. That's good. I like that. The only thing is, is like, I just don't want this high to stop. The high doesn't stop. So now I feel like you, what you need to do is just create short goals mm-hmm. so you keep this high. Because like, once you accomplish, like, you accomplish a big goal, right? So now mm-hmm. you need to like. Take that big goal. Make a bigger goal, right, mm-hmm. than what you have, and then work backwards and create little goals so every week you constantly keep this high. I mean, that's what I've been doing because, like, I think this whole month I'm just focusing on, like, they already have, like, my information now. So the house is pretty much done. I'm just in the waiting list now. Yeah. So, like, now what I'm trying to do is just, like, okay, I'm trying to ease myself back to the gym because, you know, no matter what, I always make an excuse for myself. I have school. I can't be doing this gym, so I usually go, like, once a month. Yeah. Now I'm just like, okay, I have nothing stopping me. Let me just go to the gym. Maybe after work because now they close at 10. 
Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. LA Fitness, and then you know Friday at nine, Saturday Sunday close at five. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to get my health back in there, ease my way back in there, so that I don't have to quit. Because you know if you if you go in the gym, you go hard for the first few days, you're gonna go, you're just gonna leave, you're just gonna leave. So that's what I've been doing, and then. Once I figured out, I my way back to the gym, okay, let me just add nothing else, something else I could, like, you know, probably focus on. And that's probably just, like, trying to learn more through, like, books and stuff like that. So I'm going to eat myself back in there, too. Just so I could constantly keep learning. Because I think the misconception with, like, MBA people, which is a lot of them, is that once you get that, you stop doing everything. You feel like you're, like, you're on the top of the world. But I, like, from what I know, is like, you only just begun. Mm-hmm. And you got you got to figure out a way to get the point A point B. You have a, like you you might have a skill set, but you're not really utilizing that. So what's your what's your plan now? My plan now? Yeah. Is to just focus on like try to scale to new heights. What's your, what are you gonna do with your degree? Like what's the goal of your degree? My goal of degree. So you're not because we 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 have a few a few friends that have degrees and they just don't know where to start. So. Where, where are you going? Like, what are you going to do with your degree to make sure that you can fully get into that area? Well, I know, like, my job, they they, they value degrees and stuff like that. They value degrees? Yeah, they value degrees. Can you explain, like, what kind of jobs you'll be applying for for that degree? Well, I know for a fact... I can't use myself, for example, because I'm not too familiar, but I, this dude, a coworker, literally told me how like they value degrees like so basically he was a uh, a warehouse worker mm-hmm. and then like he told me it was like hey like they told me if I get a degree I get this massive promotion to like a ma- like a manager position or something like that mm-hmm. so like he's going for a degree and then he got the he got it and then he's became a manager so like, that's what it means so like it kind of opens doors a little bit for some places not for all mm. but for that but I know for me it's just like my situation is just like okay I told people I have a degree they're like oh that's amazing I'm just like yeah I'm, here's what I'm planning to do I'm gonna try to scale this as far as I can go so what's your end goal do you have an end goal yet have you have you cause this is something I did right this is something I'm doing in the process is like I'm trying to think bigger and work mm-hmm. backwards have you have you done that yet where you go this is my end goal this is where I want to be and it's like, okay, how do I get there? I you mean, know? I have, like, I've played around with it a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. like, I have been listening to other podcasts to, like, for self-development. So, like, I just know, like, I want to be somewhere in my mid-50s, close to 60s, and just retire. How are you going to retire? Are you retiring on your investments or are you going to try on 401k and Social Security? Investments. Investments? Mm-hmm. What kind of investments? I think a lot of Stocks? Stocks? Think a lot of stocks. So like a lot, as long as I have money when I'm there, pretty good. So your goal is to liquidate all your stocks at fifty. Fuck yeah. And then <laughs> just right out. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right now I have a lot of index funds purchased, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of BS ones because I just wanted to just, right. just to say I owed it. Right. And the goodness is that it went up because like I remember last time I was here, yeah. I was down two hundred and fourteen dollars. Now I'm up eighty four dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, yay! So I don't know because of the post election. We talked that. about that after the podcast, didn't we? I think Last so. Last week. I think so. I don't even know where I'm at because I invested like what, 
You said two hundred in Apple. Yeah, I invested another hundred um, in uh, in Nvidia. Yeah. I don't even know where I'm at. I can I can check I right know. now so we can so we can see if I lost money because like we've been we talk about how much you because you invested a lot more than I did because um, I, I I don't I don't know stocks. You've read books on it. I don't really know what to get. Okay, I'm up eight dollars today, so three hundred and eight. So I mean, well, that's the, good. I don't think they're open on the weekend, so that's probably post Friday. So that's good. Yeah, Nvidia. Nvidia went up. I told you, dude. Nvidia. I know, like Nvidia, because okay. So those of you don't know, Nvidia is like like a computer um, manufacturer, like a, a computer uh, hardware manufacturer. And I know their shit's good. So like they're good too. And AMD, uh, which is another, uh, we'll just put it there, is another. Um, uh, computer manufacturer, so I might be investing in them too. They just released a new set of graphics cards, and they're really good too. But I mean, like, I feel like you and I have two different investing points. Like, I, index funds, I don't like index funds personally because I don't like having a little bit of everything. Yeah, I but, like having. Yeah, but okay. Let me finish your point. Finish your point first. I like. I do a lot of research on individual companies. Mm-hmm. So if I can research and understand what that company is going to do and their plans forward and I fully commit to those plans I'd rather invest in that company instead of an index fund where it's like you get a little bit of this a little bit of that and that's like a bunch of companies that I just don't understand but it's like with that it's like okay it's a safe way index fund's a safe way investing in uh, private companies is like the the risky way mm-hmm. I look at index funds as someone who doesn't really want to lose money but they don't really want to make money Right, and I look at the private companies going. They're not afraid to lose money. They look at gaining money is way better than losing the money, right? And they don't really care they lose money. If they win money, that's great. So this is how I kind of look at it, right? It's kind of like you're risking it for the biscuit, or you're playing safe for a little bit of income, a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So that's how I look at it. Well, the way I look at it. It's kind of a little differently because I feel like the way you explained it was like you're gonna go for this big. This big companies really risk it all for a short term, short term game where you like you're looking for the next hottest stock, mm-hmm. and index funds just like all right, I'm I'm gonna put money in this and wait and wait it out. Okay, because like it's been proven fact, it's been proven kind of fact like you will make money with index funds. Yeah, if you put money in index funds and when you tire like down the road, you will have more money than you put it in. Yeah, that's the way I looked at it. I get that. I think like yes, I agree on that. Uh, the, but for me, it's not like short term game. It's more like I believe fully in what these companies stand for. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to stick by them no matter what. That's, that makes sense. That's true. It's not like I'm not going to fucking go, like, whatever the new hottest company is, I'm not going to go immediately buy their stock and it's going to raise, like, 50% and then I'm going to sell it. Like, it's not, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for long-term longevity uh, and I'm just going to keep my money in there. Unless they make a really bad decision, then I could pull out. Right, like if Apple releases um, the new iPhone 13 next year and literally nothing changes, I will probably pull out. Probably because not, I don't think nothing. Yeah, because what they're doing is if they're just re- reselling the same phone over again. It's like it's becoming repetitive. Well, they right? Do, they do a little. They do a little bit of uh, improvements. It's always a software improvement. Yeah, but like it's just it's then, not in, enough. I think this one, this go around, what was it, like four phones he releasing this year? Uh, it was like yeah, three the, or four. It's like the iPhone. It's like the iPhone 12 Mini, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro, the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Yeah. Four. It's it's just like why like you know it's just like a company that I truly believe in their message when they first started to now it's like, what are you guys doing? 
because like it just feels like they're they're not coming up with any original ideas. They're playing off what they already had, and that to me is the same as a red flag. Just for the simple fact of they're not innovating like they said they would. They're just taking old stuff they had and mixing them together and coming up with this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we need new and improved ways. If you're trying to innovate, you need new ways to innovate. I think they are trying to innovate, but I don't know how they innovate. I don't know. Uh, are they just trying to do like a foldable phone like Samsung's been I doing? I have no idea. It's just like... I have no idea. Well, that's something they're good at. They're keeping secrets really good. <laughs> they keep secrets really good. They keep secrets really good. And they're, I'm not a big enough shareholder to be in that circle to see what they're doing. But it's just like, that's how, that's why I believe with stocks. And also, I really don't like stocks. Mm-hmm. See, you know a lot about stocks, and I know a lot about real estate. And those are two different areas completely, right? And the, the two areas that most people retire on is your stocks or my real estate. And like, like for example, like, uh, I, I'm also trying to buy a house too, and we're trying to move out in April. So this ours it becomes really like it's like okay when well, you got to find a place. You're looking for like a like a forever home kind of like not like really a forever home but more like a like a you move in you're good right. Yeah. We're looking for a place that we can move in and we can fix up the place and then um, come in and get it um, furnished. Not furnished. Um, uh, a valued evaluation from like the city or from a person that does it and they tell you the, how much your house is worth. I can't remember what it's called. It's on top of my head, but it, people will recommend me in the comments for it. But uh, uh, that they come in, so you fix a place, you buy a place that needs rehab, right? Um, and you go in, you fix it up, you tear down walls, you put up new walls, paint, refurnish, stuff like that, and then it raises the value of the house. You're like flipping houses? Not really. It's not really flipping houses. It's not, I'm not going to do this and then sell the house. What I'm doing is I'm buying a rehab house, fixing it up. Then um, I'm going to refinance with the new um, uh, the new total, right? So let's say I buy the house for $100,000, right? And I go in and I fix it up. And I fix up this house. And then um, at the end of a year or two, I refinance and the house is now valued at $180,000, right? Mm-hmm. So the bank is going to write you a check in between one hundred eighty dollars and $170,000, right? They'll take that $100,000, put it towards your loan already, and give you a eighty dollars or $70,000 check that's untaxable. You take that check and you're going to make another down payment on two more houses and you do the same thing. And then you take the house that you have right now that you that you did that with, and we move out and we move tenants in, and those tenants pay on your mortgage, which when they're paying, they're making you richer, and it's kind of like a, it's a game. So I now I now have uh, I start off with a hundred thousand dollar investment, right? I pay three and a half percent down through an FHA loan, okay, and then uh, I refinance it, and now I have eighty thousand dollars in equity. So my net worth just went from zero dollars to eighty thousand within a year. Okay, or within two years, and then you do the same thing with two houses. So now, if I do, if I duplicate the same procedure I just have, now I have the sixty, uh, one hundred sixty thousand, plus another a eighty thousand. So now I have two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Basically, just multiplying your worth. Yes, and the, and the houses. I, exactly, just kind of keep doing it. So within the next four, three to four years, I'll be, you know, hopefully, it'll be worth a, a decent amount, over two hundred thousand dollars in wealth. And the difference between wealth and like actual money is the fact of wealth you get later. And then like you, obviously the places with cash flow because you need to have cash flow. If you're not having cash flow, you're doing something wrong, right? So I'm not going to cash flow a lot. Each property will probably cash flow like $400 each, if that, right? The point is, is not to have money now, it's to have money later. 
So when I do retire, I can either, you know, pay off all my loans and then everything I get from the house is literally just pure cash flow and that's money to me. And that's probably like $1,200 a month in rent per house I have coming to me. So I don't have to work anymore. What did you do if a tenant was like, bitch, I can't pay this month? Well, that's where you go into eviction. And obviously there's lawsuits and stuff like that. It's, it's, one second guys, <laughs> it happened again. We have, also, I figured out how to do this. We'll talk about this in a second. Um, so if, if a tenant you know, tells you that you can't pay, obviously it's like, okay, well now we gotta take you on a lawsuit. And then uh, during this time of COVID, it's kind of weird, but everything should go back to normal January 1st. And I don't have to worry about that, right? But uh, it, it is lawsuits, it can cost you a, a, a ton of money, but it's not about the money you spend up front. It's about the money you're gonna make in the long run, right? And also like when you're, when you're a landlord or whatever, when you're a property management company, you need to really understand that background checks and following ups are important when you're <laughs> trying to get somebody in your house. If you don't do any follow ups and that person goes, here you go, and you go, okay, well, it's fine, here, move in. That's a bad thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Do background checks, pay that money, have the tenant pay the fee. Whenever anybody goes and like goes to rent a place, you most likely are going to have administration fees. Those administration fees pay for background checks, follow-ups, all this stuff, right? And then you take a deposit, usually first month's rent, and that covers a month rent just so you can evict them. It usually takes 30 days to evict somebody. So it's just like, yes, there's risks involved, but you can literally make millions of dollars within literally five, six years of just doing this repeatedly I don't see like why anybody wouldn't want to do this. Besides, like you know, it's hard work. Yeah, it's hard work. But guess what? You fucking you're literally becoming rich. This is how rich people drive Ferraris. Okay. Like, have you ever seen the guy that goes on and they go, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" And they come up to like people in, like Ferraris and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, they have something to do with real estate. Mm-hmm. Always. So it's I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this for the simple fact that I want freedom. Freedom. Okay. Freedom to do anything I want. Freedom not go to work. Freedom not have to worry about money or anything like that. So that's why I'm doing it. I'm pretty sure that's why you want to invest in stocks so you can have freedom, right? Yeah. Uh, and most people don't think about these things. Most people don't think about like, you need freedom to do things. And most people go, well, to get freedom, I have to make more money. To make more money, I need to find another job. It's like, no, you don't have to do it. You need to find a creative way to do it, right? Uh, and I, I'm starting to read this book. Um, my girlfriend's brother gave it to me. It's called Buy, Rehab, Refinance, Repeat. It's called The Burr. Okay. Burr. Yeah. B R R R. Like Gucci Mane. Yeah. Burr. <laughs> but like it, it's called the Burr. And the Burr is literally just to buy it, rehab it, um, refinance, and repeat. Oh, no. Buy, oh, rehab, so. refinance, rent, repeat. So okay. you buy it, you rehab it, you fix it up, you refinance it, you rent it out to somebody, and then you repeat. It kind of goes in a circle and you just kind of build and build and build and build and build and then you have a, a giant portfolio like like with stocks of these houses that you have that are worth a shit ton of money and you can kind of keep going and once you once you have your cash flow and you have a decent amount of cash flow guess what you can take that cash flow and you can lend it out to people to make more money on your capital and in the long run like once i hit 40 or 30 or not 30 40 or 50 I can take that and go, I'm done, I'm retired. But I can still work because I can still lend out my money. I'm not working physically. I can still lend out my money to make it work for me so I get more money in return, right? So then I don't have to worry about anything. I have a cash flowing, I have cash flowing assets, which 
that alone means, guess what, you don't have to work. And if you don't wanna manage your property yourself at that age, which I don't want to, right, you can hire on a property management team. Mm-hmm. And they go around, collect checks, they go around, hire contractors, you don't have to worry about anything. And you just kinda go, huh, I'm sitting back, I'm relaxing and having fun. I like to drive my GTR, I can fucking get a Ferrari, I can get a 10 car garage, I can fucking do all these things. To do these things though, like you need to have cash flowing assets. And also, if you don't wanna have real estate or stocks, cash flowing assets can be a company. And most people don't look at a company as an asset, right? Which is weird, but most people don't, right? If you have an asset that is cash flowing, like a company, if you're making money and you're not going negative, that's a cash flowing asset. And that asset is worth something. Most people just go, oh, it's only worth what I have in the bank. No, like for my company, like we're worth what we are worth to our clients, mm-hmm. right? If we're worth $100,000, we don't have $100,000 in the bank, we are still worth $100,000. So if you were to sell like my company, we would get that money, right? So like, people don't take these in considerations that you're building a, a, a cash flowing asset that's gonna build wealth. Most people want money now. It's like, I want money now. I want I want $100,000 now. How do I make it? You know, they go bust their ass and they have to fucking risk their life for this, this thing that's gonna make the money now. Mm-hmm. And they'll have to spend a lot of their life in there. And then they gotta go, okay, well now it's time to retire, so they have to take a 401k and social security. 401k and social security is only gonna give you a certain amount of money, right? Unlike you and I, where it's like, well, we decide on how much money we make. We don't have to take a social security check. And I don't really want to take a social security check. I'd rather make my money myself because I hate getting handed things, right? So if I can go, wow, that makes sense. Like paying off all my houses and then just taking pure cash flow, that makes complete sense, right? And then you can just really fucking just relax. So Just relax. Yeah. So I think that's like, like, it's good that you're thinking about like stocks and stuff like that. To try to build that that column because like you read Rich Dad Poor Dad right yeah I read that the read difference that. between a poor person and a rich person is a rich person builds their assets poor person builds their 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 money now and like yeah they build their assets and the other one just builds up more liability yep yeah that's the way I took it as yeah so it's just like thinking like that thinking like you you need to build up your asset column so your asset column can then pay you. That's the way you think, right? I know. Wes is going to pay me money eventually. Eventually. Wes is going to get a house where it has 10 toilets and I'm going to clog all of it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, that's my plan to do. But yeah, when yeah. you're going to get to the house, that's my plan to do. <laughs> you better get 10 I'm plungers. not going to have a 10 toilet house. I don't, he like, wants a 10 toilet house, everyone. I'm going to clog every one of it. <laughs> like, me, like, I don't want a big house. I don't. I want, like, a three bed, two bed. Either way, I'm going to clog a toilet. <laughs> it's determined. I'm saying it now. It's always being clogged. <laughs> if anybody can take anything from this podcast, I would take this. Think Level about, the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, level the fuck up. Think about your future. Because if you don't think about your future, your future will consume you in the way it wants you to. Level the fuck up. Invest in yourself. Start doing shit. <laughs> and another, another way, a quick easy tip, okay? I've mentioned this before, okay? This little booklet right here, get one. Write your fucking goals in it every single day, okay? Like, literally, I write goals. Like, like I have goals. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. I was like, what was this W's yeah. and shit? So, in my book, I write I write, I, at least at least one to three goals a day that I can accomplish that day to move me forward in my plan, right? Mm-hmm. And I write those goals down. And I make sure that I do it. And if I don't do it, he writes an L. I write an L. Big Why? L. Why do you think I write an L in it? To let you know, it's like, hey, I didn't get this done, so it motivates you to get the other things done. And why do you think I write a W? To let you know, I think it's more uh, motivation. Motivation. What do you, What releases when you're motivated? 
Dopamine. Dopamine. And what's the number one uh, factor in you doing shit and getting shit done? Dopamine. Dopamine, right? So if you can figure out a system, I figured out my system. This this little thing goes with me every day during the week. On Saturdays and Sundays, I take a break. Why you do I put take that in your back pocket? Yeah, I took the, put this in my back pocket. I was like, that looks like a pocket. Like, yeah. put that in your pocket. I right put this in my back pocket. I carry, I carry literally this pen. And this thing, pen goes in the front pocket, this goes in the back pocket. Whenever I think of what I need to get done today, I pull out this pen, start writing, well, I write the date. Do you have another one for your ideas though? Uh yeah, I have one somewhere. I have a bigger notebook for my ideas. Okay. That's in that's in my uh my uh laptop case. Um and I keep that on me. Uh but like you need to think about these. And it's, it's like you don't need a like most people go, oh, I'm not gonna like just like have a new life and just do all these things. Like you can do things you want to do. It's just you need to prioritize what you need to get done when you need to get done. That's like right. if if I get done with my list, guess what? He's playing video games. I'm playing video games. I'm I'm done, dude. I'm good. You know, unless like being a company owner, a partial company owner, is like there's sometimes where like I don't I complete everything on my list and I still have other things to do because they come up immediately and I have to get those things done. But I have to prioritize my time. If I don't have anything else doing or done, I can literally go and do whatever I want. I can watch Netflix. I can go fucking. I can go listen to podcasts. I can go read a book. I can literally do anything I want. And most people think that you can't do those things. And I'm here telling you now. You can, and you're not wasting your life by, you know, following your goals and dreams. And you have to, like, if you make goals and dreams, you have to want it. If you don't want it, you're not going to get it. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it just boils down to think and grow rich. Yes, think and grow rich. If anyone can read a book, think and grow rich and rich dad, poor dad are the best books that have made me think the way I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I suggest reading those, right? If you're in a podcast book, or in the podcast, if you're in the real estate books, I suggest reading the Burr technique, <laughs> the buy, rent, refinance, or buy, rehab, refinance, rent, repeat. That's a good book. I'm just not reading it, so I'll talk more about it when I get it finished with it. He's lying uh, to you. But that, <laughs> He's lying to you. I read the first part of the introduction, and it seems like it's going to be a good book. And I'll 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 touch more upon it. And Jamie, if they have a like a like an investing book where they can read, what what would you suggest for that? Ooh, like a stocks. A stock book? Yeah. Ooh, dang man. I'll say the Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham mm. tells you everything you need to know about buying stocks. There's also a random random walk down Wall Street. I forgot the author on that one, but and then the last one was like Peter Lynch, How to Beat Wall Street or something like that. Mm. Alright. Those are three books that are like I think yeah, if you guys want to take those books in consideration, I don't really have any uh, um real estate books besides this one because I'm just now trying to start in real estate uh, reading I've listened to like Bigger Pockets podcasts I don't know if you ever heard of them but they're like a um, no. yeah they're a real estate podcast and they're really good so if you want to listen to them they're really good too um, but yeah if you guys take anything away from this just like focus on yourself man like I can't help but say it more that people I'm going to say this in the worst way possible but I mean in the best way possible people don't matter you matter. The reason why you matter is because if you don't take care of yourself, there's no way in hell you're going to take care of somebody else. Damn. Okay? Yeah. If you don't care about yourself, you can't care about anybody else. You can't love for yourself, you're not going to love for anybody else. So take care of yourself. Nobody else matters until you matter. Take that in consideration. All right? I think today's podcast was a good one. If you guys like today's podcast, please, 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 please. If you guys take anything away from this, please share with a friend. Share with a friend. Share with a friend. Um... Wes and Jeremy would love to hear feedback from you guys in the comments below. Let us know how we did on this podcast. 
Um, episode 21, mind your damn business. Yes. <laughs> mind your damn business, episode 21. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right, that was the Best We Go podcast. See you next, guys. See you Peace next out, time. Guys. <laughs> See you next, guys. <laughs> <laughs>